Welcome to Stay and Slay, the podcast that teaches you how to get over the obstacles that stand in your way of creating the life and business that you really want. And I'm Sharina Kai Hill. I'm a registered nurse turned entrepreneur and mindset coach. And I am so excited to have you on this journey with me. So here we go. This podcast is all about staying in slang. But how do you stay in slay with a husband on a road with no family close by? You're a million miles from your native country and you have two little ones with you at home. Well, my guest today decided to start a business. That's right, she decided to jump into entrepreneurship so she could create the lifestyle and be the type of mom that she wanted to be. My interview today is with Miss Danielle Sands. She is a native of the Bahamas, and this interview is going to inspire you and cause you to fight for your purpose. So you better hold on because this is the one for you. Hi, Sands. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. Let me just tell you. Awesome. (laughs) I am so excited. So audience members, this is Miss Danielle Sands, and she is a sister friend, entrepreneur, a business owner, and a child of the most high. So. I am so excited to have her here, and you will be glad that you are listening. So, Danny, tell them um, all the things that I didn't say about you. (laughs) Okay. Well, I am Danielle Sands, like Sharina said, and if you hear a little bit of an accent, that's because I hail from the Bahamas. That's my place of birth. I came to the U.S. in 2001, and I've been here ever since with me and my family. We've been here ever since. Um, We have three businesses as a family. Um, My primary business is called Snow Biz and Sand Pit Snacks. We sell a lot of frozen desserts and shaved ice cones and everything yummy for summer. Um, My husband, who is an Olympian and an Olympic medalist and just a great track and field player and performer and coach and he has a clothing apparel company and he also is a private coach so we keep very very busy with the three businesses but we're blessed and we're just so very happy to have them and we have three little boys so I'm a mom first and foremost and the other thing that I am so happy to be a part of is an organization called My Sister's Closet. And Sisters has a Z on the end there, just to add some, some funk to it. But what it is, is an organization that my three sisters and I put together. And we donate gently used clothes or monetary donations to women and children in need. So um, that's an initiative that we all are very passionate about. So that's kind of number four 
on my to-do list. That's that's a summary of who I am. I'm a proud Auburn University graduate, so War Eagle. And War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle. And we've made Auburn our home, and we love it. Oh, wow. I just love it. And I'm so grateful that you guys made Auburn your home because if you weren't here, I wouldn't be able to meet you. Exactly. Same here. My life would would have a void there because your family is so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. And so was yours. You know, we adore you guys. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, I wanted to on the podcast because I knew you had so much value. Air, you know, you are young doing all of this. Yes. You know, you didn't wait like to decide to do all of this. You just with family and a husband, you manage all of this. My rule is that I put God first, and before anything else, I'm a mom. So because of that, I know that my kids are my main assignment in life. So once you have your priorities in order, you're able to then focus on businesses because you know why you're doing it. You know who's driving you. You know what is driving you. But you're always focused on the end goal, and that's to create a heritage for your kids, give them a good example, you know, to lead them in the way where they're godly kids, they work hard, you know, so my primary, my primary motivation is very much my children. And yes, I started my own business when I was, I was about 29. And it came about more out of necessity because my husband, because he's a professional athlete, he traveled a lot. So all of my, my, my family's in the Bahamas. I'm living in Auburn. You know, you have your friends from school and your sorority sisters, but it's different when you don't have your family. So oh, I'm ha- I have three children, so I'm looking at it like, well, a nine to five with a husband that travels, that's not going to be easy. So I worked and I worked and I worked and I saved up enough. And then we purchased a business. That was the first, very first business. Wow. Wow. So you, you actually made the decision based upon the needs of your family. Yes. Based upon the lifestyle you wanted to create it, based upon the type of mother you wanted to be for your family. Exactly. Exactly. Because because coming from the Bahamas, we were raised in big families. I have, you know, 14 aunts and uncles on one side, same man, same woman, <laughs> you know, nine on the other. So we always had family around. That was what I understood. But then the dynamic, of course, changes when you're almost on an island by yourself and it's you, your spouse, and your kids. So how we did it in the Bahamas may not be as easy as as we'll be able to have it now. So you just have to adjust within your parameters, within your situation, and you make it work. So that's what works for me is me having my own business so I can be flexible enough to be available for my family. Wow, you know, I, I, I thought I knew a lot about you, but I was not aware of how you started it all. Um, and, yeah, and so it's sort of similar to my story, you know, like I was a single mom and I went to college and, and you know, I, I, I did all the things I needed to do for my child. My child was my primary reasoning. Um, 
And now that I have a second family, you know, I've set up my life that way also. But, but, but what I'm hearing from you is your whole, your whole life has been very family oriented and you still did what you needed to do for family without your family here. Yes. And, and that's like a, added dimension to it because you are from the Bahamas and you're in Auburn, Alabama. Like, <laughs> yes, I, I am a fish out of water. I'm telling you, but you live and you learn and you grow and you take a forest and make it into something beautiful. So I believe in using what you have and creating and turning it into something great. Oh, wow. Okay. Now that is a quotable. I love it. <laughs> I love that taking something that you have and making it into something great. Is that what you said? Yeah. Turning it into something great. You have a seed you planted that turns into a tree, but do you see the chair in that tree already? So whatever you're handed in life, it's your duty to be a good steward of it and to create what you're wanting. Just don't wait for it to be handed to you. Don't get stuck, stressed, depressed. No, Make things happen for yourself. And that's what my little family and I, that's what we had to do. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you just dropped all kind of bombs in that last paragraph, sister. Like, <laughs> that was so fantastic. And so many of us need to hear that because we, we, we don't see the chair in the tree. You know, we may not even see the tree from the seed. Right. You know, so the words you speak are are right on. I mean, right on time. This is a perfect time. And um, for a lot of us to hear that, even me, because no matter where we are, th there there is a vision beyond what we see. There is a vision beyond what you see. And I have had to face giants that was standing in the front of that vision. So I think about David and Goliath and David is this little redhead shepherd boy. He doesn't have much respect in his home. He's not the oldest. You know, he was not, as far as the outside world could see, a chosen person. But, mm -hmm. but that Goliath, he, he talked down to David, but David took his armor off, that little boy, that little shepherd, and he slayed Goliath. Now, Goliath is any obstacle, any opposition, anything that comes in your way that separates you from your, your purpose, and your vision and your goal. So behind Goliath was a king with a kingdom, you know? So I always think about David and I try to call the, the Goliath and the giant, what it is, what is it? Okay, what's in front of me? What's, is it me? Am, am I stopping myself from getting where I know God has placed me to go? Is it others? So once you can recognize what that giant is in front of you, you know how to pray about it. You know how to work about it. You know how to be about it. And that giant has to go. So at the at the end of every at the end of every battle, there is a victory, but you can't stop fighting. You have to pick up your slingshot like David and say, I'm not afraid of you. I'm taking you down because you have to go. You're stopping me from my future. You're stopping me from my goals. So that's how I see, that's how I see life, and that's how I see obstacles. Oh my goodness, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. I must I must tell you this. I hear a little bit of Miles Monroe in you. <laughs> all, all day. Do you know why? Because I'm a member of Hamas Faith Ministries International. May he rest in peace. I grew up 
in his church. I knew him personally. I loved him. I loved his family. So I was a steward underneath the late, great, wonderful man of God, Pastor Miles Monroe. And from a, from a little child, he instilled in us purpose and vision because we have a small little country, Sharina, like tiny. If you, you could barely see us on the map. But right. the, the Lord showed him how to take a small person, expand their minds, connect them to the kingdom of God and show them no matter who you are, you have great potential in you. If you are on this planet, you are here for a purpose. So no matter if I'm from a little country, I could come to Auburn and feel like I can do whatever, no matter what obstacles come my way, because I know that I'm here for a purpose. And only other people can try to stop your purpose, but it's up to you to fight for it. And yes, Pastor Miles Monroe, if you if you haven't tuned into any of his messages, he's so relevant, you know, and his his spirit really still is alive today through through his his children from the church, through his kids, through through us. So definitely he's a big he's a big inspiration and a motivation in my life. Oh, yes. I said I'm getting chills just hearing you talk <laughs> and, and right. share them. Appreciate you sharing that because, um, you know, in the beginning of our truly impacts us and influences every day. Yes, definitely. Yes, yes. Well, um, I think um, I, I was going to say something about how we met, but I really believe that I met your parents first. <laughs> you probably did meet my parents first. Well, we met through Snow Biz, of course, but also through a mutual friend of ours. And Sharina was nice enough to help me with some advertising for my business. And Sharina, I'll tell you, that touched me because in life you're used to giving and you don't always expect to get back from someone. And that's how I see myself. I, I don't mind giving, 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 but I don't always expect anything or expect anything in return. So when you helped me with my advertising, I would say that meant a lot to me. It, it made me feel like, okay, you do have other people out there that are willing to help you up and help you out and use their gifts and their talents to help you. So that, that blessed me tremendously. So you've been stuck with me. You've been stuck with me ever since. <laughs> oh, dear. And, you know, honestly, in my mind, I was like, you know, I was... I was there at her business at Snow Biz and it felt like home to me. Oh, and it felt so much so that your children were there and my camera was in the car and I was like, I have to capture this moment. Wow. I mean, wow. your children were there, my kids were there and I'm like, this is perfect. This is what Snow Biz is about to me. Wow. And so th that's the root of my expression. It came from the place, this is home. Her kids are here. My kids are here. And, you know, and, and your parents were there. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take pictures of this right now. I'm documenting this. That's awesome. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you did. I'm so yes. Happy did. I, well, I, I am so grateful for your business because your business is about memories and family I feel that and yes. and I think um I mean for me I mean my my kids remind me of snow biz like they're like mom we have to go to snow biz. 
<laughs> go kids, go, go kids, go. Yes, yes. So tell me how you were able to do that. I mean, I, I, I hear it in your voice. I hear it in your passion. I hear it in your foundation and, and how you, um, the values that, that have been instilled in you. But how did you take all of that and bring it into your business? Snow Biz and Sand Pit Snacks is my expression of bringing a little bit of the Caribbean to Auburn. Because when you go to the Bahamas or the Caribbean, it's very light, it's very airy, it's very friendly, it's family. You know, it's, it's not so structured. We love time, but then we don't love time. It's very relaxing. It's loving. Like, you can just feel the love and the vibrant. So I wanted to give that gift of who I am naturally. I bring that to Auburn. Um, so Snowbiz for me, it just made a lot of sense. We wanted to do something that would bring families together in the community. There wasn't a whole lot for kids to do. And I have three boys. So for mm-hmm. me, oh, this, this only makes sense. You know, the product quality is amazing. I have mm-hmm. some of my own recipes, Caribbean recipes for smoothies and everything in there. So that to me, I'll call that a God send. He led us straight mm-hmm. there and he showed me exactly what to do that would only not not only benefit my family, but it would be a blessing to Auburn. So that's the heart of Snowbiz and why it was recreated and, and the heart where it was created from. Because we love our community and we love people. Like We, we can't help yeah. but just to love people and it's genuine and it's, it's, it's sincere. And we have people that we're watching grow. So this is going to be our 10th year. So oh, watching, Think about that. I'm watching these little kids that used to barely be able to look over (laughs) now they're driving and they're adults and they're bringing their dates you know so it's a part of Auburn we're now a part of Auburn so it's just our expression of love and we receive love as well oh that is so beautiful I mean and it's very descriptive of the experience that um that my family has had like I'm telling you, the kids are like, let's go to Snowbiz. We, you know, they, honestly, I believe one time I, I actually asked your parents, I said, um, what can she sell in the wintertime? Like, can we, can we have hot chocolate, hot tea? Like, I, I need this I place know. to stay open year round. I know, I know. And people want us to stay open. But for me, that downtime is is the time that I kind of gather my thoughts because we go the entire sun, summer of seven days a week. Yeah. We, we want to make sure we're open for you guys. So that's kind of my sabbatical time to catch up with my kids and, and just plan ahead for you guys for Snowbiz and for the other, um, for the other businesses. So, so we take a little bit of a break. And well, that's great. Jump back on the horse and get back on there for you all. Well, and and you actually make us want you even more when you open back <laughs> up. So it's working. It's working. <laughs> it's working. So so tell us about the other businesses. Okay. Well, Sans Pro Apparel is a clothing line that my husband birthed um, as an Olympian, as a professional athlete. He he loves to be able to 
to use his platform to help younger athletes, to help people. So, and he loves clothes. He loves clothes. Okay, let's just put that out there. You know, he's, he's just, he loves clothes. And he's always wanted his own clothing line. So when he wasn't able to connect with any particular companies, he said, all right, I'm just going to do it myself. So he has Sans Pro Apparel, which is a high quality clothing apparel, mainly athletic wear line. And Mm -hmm. it was just birthed out of his passion for clothes and sports and athletics. And, you know, and then he also has Sans Pro Athletics Club for for youth because, Mm -hmm. yeah. And what's amazing about him is his first very first client was a little boy that was paralyzed really he was paralyzed and we love him so and he was having a hard time because he was super duper young like maybe 13 or 14 Mm -hmm. and he had to still go to school and it kind of disrupted his central nervous system so his walk was a little bit you know, he, he, he did not have an easy time. So the mom reached out to Levan and Levan took him under his wing. And I mean, he would not give up on that kid. And now if you see this young man now, he's strong, he's walk, you know, he's walking strong, he's living strong, he's cocky as could be, he's oh nice as could be, you know, he's popular in school, you know, because he would come home crying, his mom would say, and it was just, you know, our heart went out to him. So Levan helped him mentally first to get strong, and then he worked on his physical body. So this kid is dedicated, he doesn't miss out, and now he's healthy and strong. So after oh, wow. that, you know, kids just kept calling, parents just kept calling, you know, because he focuses on fitness, speed, and strength. So no matter, his his main field is triple jump, but he mm-hmm. can help with fitness and development, training and strength. So he can do it all. He can do it all. And he actually came back from an injury himself where he tore his patella tendon. Mm-hmm. So I think he connected with that kid and he, he understood the mental strain of trying to recover from an illness. So he took all of that and helped that young man to recover and recover strong. So, so that's something that he's passionate about young people and just teaching them everything, everything he knows and just giving them a chance to succeed in sports. I'm, I'm going to tell you, your husband makes me want to be a kid. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I want the mindset of an Olympian, okay? Can I have it? He enjoys working with kids because he says kids are learners. You know, sometimes yeah. adults would come and they tell, they're telling you what they want. And he's like, right. that he's not able to give them his best because... Sometimes they're, they, they still think they know better. So he wants to be able to, to tell them, hey, this is how I can help you. Allow me to help you. Don't stop me from helping you. I got you covered. <laughs> you know? oh, He's so right. He's so right. right. Adults can be know-it-alls. We already know everything. We got- <laughs> but, Sharina, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm telling him, look, you know, you have women with post, you know, postpartum or you know, you have people out there that can use what he has. So, you know, he's still thinking about what else he can do for the adults to kind of bring them on board um, with the health and fitness that's so needed. Or just mindset, period. Because, I mean, mindset covers every area of our lives. Mm -hmm. 
And well, um, you know, it may be an injury that he had to come come back from, but I mean, mindset helps in our marriages, you know. It does. It does. I mean, it helps with 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 staying the course and seeing. It helps with running our race, our spiritual race, our you know yeah. everything. And so, um, yeah, that's magic. Okay, <laughs> it is. It is. I look at him. He couldn't walk. You know, he had to learn how to walk again. He lost all of the muscle in his leg. He had to do therapy for about two years. And I watched this wow. man get up and do what he had to do in pain. Because you go from being a superhero, being able to jump out of a pit, to having to learn how to walk again. What? <laughs> that no. takes a champion. That takes a yes. champion. So what he's doing is he's given, he turned that trial into triumph and he's trying to teach other people how to be persistent, how not to stop going, mm. not to quit. Yes. And, and our youth really needs it. I mean, I mean, we all need it, but um, the future needs some people that business that can do what needs to be done. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the future is going to require that. And um, I, 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 I'm just I, I'm just excited. I mean, it makes me even more hopeful just thinking about about where we are and, uh, you know, in the country, in the world and and the opportunities um, that lay in front of us with his gift, with yes. his gift. Yes. You know, uh, I mean, all things are possible, right? I mean, I know I'm going deep, but I couldn't help. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go deep. I mean, because, you know, it's going to require that to um, to to help all mankind move forward to fulfill our purpose and mission. So, yes, you're, you're, the mentality has to be renewed. You have to feel invigorated. You can't feel like you're boxed in. In this generation, you have so much access to businesses, to ownership, to learning that the biggest hindrance of anything in your life is you. It doesn't yeah. matter the, the color of your skin or what outsiders are doing. You can still push for it. There are so many opportunities out there. You just have to go for it and know that you're able to do it and accomplish it. Absolutely. Amen to that. Pastor Trey, let me put some money in there. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well um tell me the name of the website for the business for the for the for the apparel okay the apparel business is sans pro apparel sans pro apparel perfect so y'all go check it out because the clothes on there are fly okay <laughs> thank and you i said fly that tells you my age like i'm a fly girl but <laughs> I'm right a fly girl. <laughs> but fly is still in style, it okay? Is. It very much is. <laughs> yes, cute. I was like, look at these. Yeah, I can't wait to get mine because I'm going to look good. Okay? Oh, yeah. We have you covered. We have you totally covered. I appreciate it because I I I want to I want to look good. That's important. <laughs> Girls, listen. And our tagline for Sans Pro Apparel is Zero excuses, only results. Ooh. Zero yeah. Zero excuses, 
only results. So that's on the back of a lot of the t-shirts because that's the message that we want to give people. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh, I love it. So Sam's Apparel, Sam's Pro Apparel, I will make sure I put that in the show notes, everyone, and go to that website and check it out because, um, yeah, you, we, we, we need to embody this, <laughs> embody yes. this mindset. And even if you, you know, it's important to embody it and, and look at your future in a different way. And this will help. Yes. So um, do, do you want to share more about my sister's closet? Well, my sister's closet is just a reminder for people to give back. You know, I think a part of wealth and procuring wealth and prosperity is always letting that pour through you and you help people out. So Mm -hmm. um, the main message for that, and what I always tell people is I start from within and then I work my way out. So I say, okay, family members, do they have needs that I can help to meet? My siblings, do they have needs? And then I move outward to the community and then I move outward to my country and then to the world. So the main message for that, and then we have events planned annually and that gives people an opportunity to come and donate gently used clothes, new new clothes, donations, and it's gonna be in four different cities. So the last one we had in the Bahamas and it was a boat cruise geared towards mm-hmm. collecting clothes and we had speakers. It was just, we, we had so much, <laughs> who wouldn't wanna be on a cruise in the Bahamas just having fun with a few female friends and other women. I know, right? So every year, so this year we're going to try to plan something in New York. We're also going to go to Atlanta one of the years and then Texas one of the years. So each state or city um, where my sisters are from, we're going to plan a big event. So the main message, like I said, is we have lots of clothes. You have lots of shoes. You have lots of food. You have lots of ways where you can help someone else. Start from within your circle and then work your way out. And then we all win that way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love the concept of it. And I wanted you to be sure to share more about it. So is there a website? Now we're on Instagram at, so you can do hashtag my sisters, S-T-A, S-I-S-T-A, I'm sorry, closet. We're on Instagram and we're also on Facebook. We haven't formulated a website as yet. We're fairly new. We're only a few months old, but my sisters, Mm -hmm. S-I-S-T-A-Z closet on Instagram and on Facebook. Perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so excited. So um, let's talk about something silly. Not silly, but let's let's talk about something. <laughs> so if you were going to interview yourself, what question would you ask yourself? I don't know. This, oh gosh, that's a good question. Ah. Uh, guess if it's just something silly I guess it would be like what's your favorite show (laughs) and um, I'm a reality tv junkie just like everyone else but I like action movies 
as well. So my favorite show on television, I would say, is anything Real Housewives. I, I watch Ooh. it all. I, I don't know. It's my guilty pleasure. I sit down, I laugh, I cry. I'm like, these ladies are crazy, but it's so enjoyable. It's so enjoyable. And they make you want to step your game up, even though they're totally ridiculous at times. They really make you want to step your game up and and push because they're all super prosperous and, you know, they seem to have it all together. But on the inside, you can see they're struggling just like everyone else. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I love, I love the Real Housewives. Um, series you know what we could we we could start a real housewives of auburn i thought about that what would we do though <laughs> would, would it be interesting enough <laughs> oh girl people they are the like same us. okay <laughs> we're not about to fight you know um, razor instead of fighting you know <laughs> but that would be so cool and you know where i'm gonna be I mean, if I'm on the show, I'm going to be in a tiny house, okay? me <laughs> <laughs> all the time, I was house, so and like, I'm, I'm going to build right my tiny here. house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it would be a lot of fun. I think it would be. I think it would be. I, I consider myself a Southern Bahamian woman. <laughs> I've learned so much from Southern women. I mean, to tell you a funny story, at Thanksgiving, my friends are real Southern, so everyone put, put, did a potluck, and they brought food from scratch. They still have flour in their hair. You know, these ladies. Wow, yeah. Uh, so I'm bringing my, you know, my store-bought whatever, and they're looking at me crazy. It was my first Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. No one gave me the memo that it has to be from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> or you throw it in the trash. So, you know. But it, it taught me about cooking with love and preparing food from your heart. Because that's really what they were saying, that Thanksgiving is a time to really just pour from your heart into the pot. So, um, mm -hmm. but I think a show like that, I've always said that, I think it would be so much fun. It would be so much fun. Well, who knows what the future holds, my dear. Let's do it. <laughs> I know, right? Why not? <laughs> We'll have to talk about that offline. Okay, <laughs> definitely. Well, is there anything that you wish you had have known or any other advice that you haven't said that someone listening could could use? Well, I'm a f I am a firm believer that things happen the way they should mm -hmm. in life. So I don't think too much about the past and the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, or I wish the one bit of advice that I wish that I was never given was once you have one kid, the second one is easy. So mm -hmm. when I had my second child and I was pregnant, I took that seriously. And I was so underprepared for this different child that came out of my body. Like his whole personality was different. Things I did with my first child, I could not do the same things with my second child. So mm -hmm. I'm saying to every mother out there that only has one, every single child is different. And you reinvent mm -hmm. the wheel each time. That's so true. 
That is the truth. And it should be in the Bible. <laughs> that is the truth, you know? It really should be. It really should be. Um, yeah, it really should be. And and a lot of times we do struggle and um, because we have the expectation, but without that expectation, there can be no disappointment. Yes, that exactly. was so good. And another thing I would say is, I wish I knew that it was okay to be myself. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you're in a totally different cultural environment, you have to figure out ways to blend in. And my natural personality isn't a blend-in type personality. But when I started being myself, I realized it was a lot easier than having to try to blend in with everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Now that is some good stuff. Look at me. I'm just because um, you know, we all know it, but are we still enough to really allow it to sink in? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to sit with that one. Yes. And you have to look at all the ways where you're not showing up being authentic to you. Exactly. A lot of stuff, honesty, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. So, well, I thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Oh, Anytime. Thank you for thinking about me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everything that you're doing. You're amazing. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're just sharpening each other. And I'm a yeah. firm believer that, um, you know, when, when we share our stories, other people can see themselves in our stories and they can see what's possible for them. And, yes. and mm-hmm. you know, your family, but you've been able to do so much. And it's, and it's strictly because of the woman that you are and your heritage. Mm-hmm. And so, I value that and I appreciate you showing up being you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Where I'm from, it's predominantly, um, it's predominantly, I'll say this, African Caribbean. Mm -hmm. So, Our drive and our go-getter attitude as Caribbean people in America comes from the fact that we have a drive to succeed. So when you see so many people of color, as you you guys would say, in a position in your country, you're used to that. So I just Mm -hmm. said that to say when I came here, I still had that inside of me. I I didn't worry about anything was you know you had things come up but still something inside of me said no I'm not I'm enough no I have the education no I have the know-how no I have the ability you know I I know what it feels like to to see other people prospering so for me that passion comes from being in a from a place that tells you you can do anything you put your mind to you're just a small you can accomplish just as much as everyone else. So 
So whatever your color is, because everyone have some struggle that they face but don't allow that to define who you are you just reach as high as you can and you keep pushing until you get to the top so I just wanted to leave everyone but you know those words just don't let your situation define where you're going to go in life thank you mm-hmm. well that's a wrap that's a wrap all right we'll talk soon thank you dear I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Danny Sands. She is so inspirational and so loving. Like this woman has a heart of gold and, and I hope you can, I hope that came across in the interview because she seeks to serve people and she will not allow any circumstance or situation to prevent her from fulfilling her mission here so um and I'm sure you heard a little bit about my tiny house um she was in one of my masterminds and one of the during a lot of it it was during the tiny house phase and I was going to get me a tiny house so she was like girl what are you thinking? I was like, yes, I'm going to get me a tiny house and I'm still going to have my big house with my family, but I'm going to have me a tiny house. So (laughs) that's where the tiny house thing came up from. So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Stay and Slay. And if you want to connect with me, you can contact me at sharinatoday.com and you can uh, contact Danny in the show notes. All of her links will be there. All right. I'll see you soon. Take care.